0: Hello, you find me just near the Woodhead Tunnels to kick off what is going to be a 28 part podcast series. And I wanted to bring you here to kind of explain what on earth I'm hoping to achieve by the time we reach the end of these 28 episodes. Well, about six months ago, I had a dream where I found myself playing the violin along the reservoirs and this dream, it kept coming back again and again and again. So you used to play the violin many moons ago when I was at school. And the idea of the reservoirs kept coming to me in a dream. By day I make radio, I make podcasts, so I kind of do this for a living. But when I moved to Hadfield about three and a half years ago, it was the reservoirs that captured my attention. I wanted to find out more. How were they there? How did they work? Who, who lived in the kind of the houses, the former pubs? I wanted to know about the wildlife, the habitats. And I began to kind of walk them near enough every week, just to explore noodle corners, little tunnels, and slowly I started to kind of map the landscape. But when I had this dream six months ago, I kind of had the vision that maybe I needed to do something like put art, music, culture, storytelling back on the map of Longdendale. And that's what i'm hoping to do if you walked along the Londondale trail before you'll know it's a disused railway line some of the things we'll get into and um, there are many firsts of our uh, reservoirs as well that i'll also explain but i suppose you know this is part of the peak district national park who are supporting me in this project and also a huge kind of place of comfort for people who live in and around Glossop Hadfield Tint Whistle and the surrounding areas so I'm also supported very gratefully by Glossop Creates an organisation that supports creative people living in the area water has kind of been something that I've been fascinated with I'm fascinated about where does the water for the reservoirs come where does it start what does it look like so the last few months, as I've kind of been researching, you know, for the stories that I've collected for this podcast series, I've kind of been going to the places where these tiny little brooks start from puddles, build up momentum and feed their way into now, what we know to be the five Londondale Reservoirs. Every day, I hope that I'm gonna be walking a different part of the Reservoir. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to do it. I don't even know how I'm going to end this series at the moment. I've been speaking with brass bands, been speaking with local heritage trusts, um, with people who are bringing um, a chapel back into use, a chapel which has been known on the landscape since 1487. I've been talking to people about local archaeology, people about river dipping, the different types of wildlife, the different types of birds that you can find. So I hope that you'll join me. So the aim of this is that Monday to Friday, we, that includes you, if you wish, can go for a walk together, maybe 20-30 minutes on a different part of the reservoir. You should be able to walk along with me and the guest and hear and see some of the things that we're talking about. On Saturday, I've got, every Saturday, I've got four parts of a story which was written by the Bard of Longdendale. His name was Thomas Barlow. I'll tell you more about him. He worked as a calico printer in Dinting and was also a magistrate. And on Sunday, you'll find me just kind of walking out just like I am now. And we'll finish just with a soundscape where you'll just listen to nothing but five minutes of a different corner of the reservoir every week. So that's the aims. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I think what's really kind of struck me as I've kind of been researching this is it's a bit like an onion. You know, when we first put a shout in the glossop chronicle the local newspaper to ask if anybody had any stories we had a local theater company who told us about a play they put on in 1986 about where i'm walking now it was called woodhead cathedral by a chap called tom Quayle, who's written some brilliant books about the uh the reservoirs and the water around here i had people who have shown me flints they found on Crodon, about some of the landslides where they'd seen fossils, some of the people who'd found hidden boundary markers, the volunteers who'd cleaned up graveyards and found the names and numbers of, you know, the dates of all these people and been trying to match up on spreadsheets, all the different names and who they were and where they lived. And as well as that, I think there's also organisations as well to kind of better understand what it is they do like the Peak District National Park like the Campaign to Protect Royal England like United Utilities and the people who manage the land I suppose I should kind of talk to you about where I am It's a funny time of year and I think as I'm podcasting over March it's a I'm hoping it'll be quite interesting because today it's kind of got that gray mizzle my hands are really cold forgot my gloves and the Sun is there but it's behind thick blanketed cloud sky some points in the year you can come in this exact spot And the sounds that you're hearing now will be completely different. See, that's one of the things that I'm really fascinated with, is how does a place sound? So I'm walking towards the river now and you can hear the water is just running. It's actually running all around me. The stones kind of break it into loads of mini waterfalls. And I know that beyond here, there's even more waterfalls turn around and just move because the rocks are pretty slippy here today. I love when I look closely at the water around here, it has that kind of orange color and it took me a while to realize that that's because of the land around here is very peaty. Peat has a huge um, role to play in this particular area and so much work has gone to protect it and look after it because of its role that it plays in climate change but yeah i love taking photos of the water really close up to see the green of the moss the gray brown of the rock and the orange of the water one of the things that i'd love to do as we kind of go through this podcast series is talk to you about some of the people i've been reading Um, who have written about walks, about water, not just people who live and work around these places, but from further beyond. And what can we take as we kind of walk and think of these places as a new landscape? People like Nan Shepherd, Mary Oliver, Robert McFarlane, what can we learn from the things they tell us and how we can look at this landscape through new eyes? But also I hope for the people who live in this area to understand what it takes to keep a place like this and engage in other parts of the reservoir they haven't been to before. And maybe to put this place that's often a bit forgotten on the map, when people talk about the Peak District National Park, you know, they often think about Kinder Scout, Castleton, Mam Tour, um, Bleaklow, the B29 crash site. And actually, I'm like, we have all that here in Longdendale. I'm coming to the end of where I want to walk with you today. We're just reaching a bit where there is a fork and the water splits in lots of different directions. But you can hear how fast it's running. So I hope we've given you a few things to think about. I'd be really curious if you have stories that you want to share with me. If you have photos, if you have music, if you have photography, if you have artwork, I'd love to hear from you and maybe we can put a pin on the map of Longdendale for you and your story. You can find out more at longdondaletales.co.uk and do follow, subscribe to this podcast. You can do that on YouTube and you can do it on Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify, all the major podcast platforms. But here's to finding out where the journey will go for me. What will happen over the next 28 days? Who will we meet? What will we learn and how will it make us see the place where we live through different eyes? Thanks for listening.